Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Hey y'all, had to check to see if I make sure I wasn't on mute. A lot of times I am I'm on mute and then I start talking and yeah, y'all can't hear me. So <laughs> had to make sure I was on mute uh off of mute real quick. So hey y'all, welcome. This is not Monday, it's Tuesday. Yesterday was a struggle. I was going through hey the shine. I was going through some stuff with my back. And yeah, I had muscle spasms before and uh, having it today, which I'm like, my sock is rolling down. I'm scared to even reach over and get it because it's going to be over. (laughs) This show going to be over, right? (laughs) Good evening, everyone that's coming in. I'm so happy to see you. So glad that you are on this podcast with me, which uh, does stream on anywhere you listen to your podcast. Uh, more than likely, the Psalms of My Emotions is there. You just search it. It should pop up on Apple, um, Apple, uh, whatever. It's so many things out there. Pandora, Google, um, just anything, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, I should be there. All right. (laughs) So let me do my intro so we can jump into this topic. Somebody must need this because I've been fighting, trying to get on live right so somebody must need this so um welcome it's not emotion monday it's tuesday (laughs) you know but emotion is a play on words e is electronic because we are online motion is movement um my prayers is that these teachings these um impartations this nuggets of wisdom i call them jesus nuggets will push you right to another uh uh, place in God, maybe expand your communication, um, confirm some stuff for you, you know, that you might have brought before God and you're asking God, you know, I need to answer to this and listening to this, you might get your answer, right? So I'm just so blessed that, you know, God allowed me to do this and, you know, gave me the go ahead to do this because he gives me something to talk about all the time. So if this is your first time here. Um, usually I do this on Monday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, And like I said, the purpose is to put you into movement, um, to get you into a deeper place and God, a deeper understanding with God, you know, with teaching. um, That's where you'll get that understanding and go go into uh, another uh, death. I can't even say the word death for you guys. (laughs) D-E-P-T-H with God. And also I address things, right? You guys know, you see the, the elephant, you know, that is my logo, the elephant with the halo in it, because it's a God 
God-given elephant. I address the God elephant in the room, right? I address the elephant in the room. I'm going to address it. Bring it up to the front. You know, teach on things that people kind of go around and, and, and not really address it because, you know, I don't care. You know, I mean, I care about people's healing. That's how serious, you know, this is. I don't want to uh, skirt around it or uh, sugarcoat anything if I know it's going to help someone, if it's going to save someone, right? So you guys know the hashtag. If you don't, it's your first time here. Let the healing begin. Oh, oh, oh. Shout out to my podcast listeners that are literally listening from all over the world. I appreciate you. I see you in the stats. And you guys know I usually kind of read it off um, who's tuned in by the end of the month. I think I'm going to do that on Monday. Um, I'm not going to do it now. But you guys are tuning in. Um, the podcast is very strong in the South and in the East uh, Coast. So I'm thankful for that. Um and the islands is really strong there. So I, I thank God that people are able to hear, you know, what he gives me. So let's go ahead and get to this topic. Let the healing begin. All right. So the topic is living in contentment, living in contentment. And God brought this to me actually Sunday night. It's so funny how uh, God bring stuff to me in because I literally, if I don't have anything to, to come on here and speak about, I'm not going to just pull anything out of, out of my head. I'm just not. Um, I just say what God wants me to say and let that be it, right? It may not make sense to me or why he's addressing it, but it's something that people need, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be a willing vessel. So living in contentment, um, I just noticed, just out of observation, yes, Deshaun, really good topic. <laughs> I just noticed that a lot of people are having uh, problems being content, being content in where God has put them in this season, right? Um, we know God works strategically. He works um, in ways that we don't understand right away, but we are, you know, if you're watching, you're hearing this on the podcast, you are exactly, if you're serving God, you know, you're loving on God, you're trying your best God, you, you are exactly where God wants you to be, exactly where God wants you to be. So we're going to go ahead and get, you guys know I have to break down the meaning of these words because even common words will bring you revelation when you break it down, Right. So living in contentment, living means um, alive, uh, but more so residing and staying. So you think about when you're living somewhere, you know, you you where you live at, that's where you reside. That's your main place, right? That's the place where you call home. That's the place of, um, I don't want to say comfort in this sense, but I guess I could say your comfort, your place that you always go to, right? So then living is residing having one's permanent home in a particular place and then we have contentment which is a state of being satisfied uh, when i first looked it up it said happiness and satisfaction but happiness and satisfaction isn't the same thing right and i'll go through that what that is um but contentment is a state of being satisfied um and the difference between happiness and contentment is Happiness is an emotional state. It's very short term. And 
that's a lot of things uh uh places where uh why are reasons why we chase after things because listen we just want to be happy right but happiness is temporary it's not a uh permanent place it's emotional it can change you know with a drop of a hat you can go from happy to sad really quick how many of you guys know that you could go from happy to sad really quick so happiness is an emotional state it's very short term but contentment refers to a state which is long term right so when i say living in contentment this is a place where you want to stay and you know i'll get into what the 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 negative connotations come when you think about that because some people don't like that some people feel that living in contentment means you don't want to go forward right that you don't have any goals you don't have anything you know uh that god is giving you you don't uh want to go after your purpose you don't want to you know just go after things and that's not true right so i'll get into it right <laughs> so uh, the question I had was why people or you know, the observation that I said in the beginning is why people are having issues being content. So I wrote down three things. There's probably some other things, but I wrote down three to kind of really uh, dig through and unfold. So the first thing that I have is society pressures, right? We can't uh, be content because of what society is doing the pace of society how fast is you know like you feel like you're behind the time you feel like you're behind things like god i should be doing something like at the pace of how the world is moving at the pace of how you know people even people that are outside of god how they're moving and how they're getting stuff quick it puts a pressure on you to move um out of god's timing right it, it causes you to say, well, why can't I have this, right? Why can't this happen for me? I'm looking at all these people that, that may not, you know, that, that don't worship or don't serve or, you know, whatever. They're getting everything. So now you find yourself in a state of, you know, you're not content, right? Like, I uh-uh, I can't stay here. I'm not content. Like, I know there's something. I serve God. I know there's something out there for me, right? But I want to tell you that is a pressure, you know, that that's one of the pressures that happens when, you know, when you have issues being content. Um, the other one is your own desires and aspirations. I always tell people to check your desires. And when I say that, I mean, check to see if your desires are aligning with the will of God. How do you do that? <laughs> you do that by spending time with God, spending time, you know, um, dissecting his word. Uh, what is the promise of his creation, right? What does he want his creation to do, right? You know, so sometimes you're, you know, and the, the, the common thing that a lot of, you know, um, people say, well, God will give you the desires of your heart right and they say it and they throw it out there no it's some it's something behind that your desires have to line up when you're so deep in god when you have such a tight relationship with god whatever you desire is because you're in god so god wants you to have it anyway 
You're just feeling, you're just experiencing what God wants you to have, right? So it's not nothing that you thought of out of thin air. Like, well, God, I want it. So you're going to do it. God is not a genie, right? Everything has to line up to the will of God because, why? Because it has purpose. God is a purposeful God. Whatever he does for you, whatever he does in your life, it has purpose purpose you know so when people throw that out there gotta get your desires of your heart it has to have purpose right he's not just gonna give you something just to have right there's something attached to it there's an assignment attached to it there's people attached to it there's something that has to be done out in the earth attached to your desires if it's lined up with god so that's a good um I would say a compare and contrast thing. The next time you may get angry if God isn't doing something for you or you feel like, well, God, why can't I have this? Because you see someone else have it or you see um, this is the norm of society, right? To, to, to be this way or to live like that. You go to God in prayer. You go to God. Just it, you, you, That's where you establish a relationship. You know, God will tell you no. God will tell you that's not for you, right? And we should be content <laughs> in his answer and how he, you know, even being content in his no, being content in the boundaries he sets because it's for our own protection. We have to know that God's no is our protection, right? And we're sitting there fighting with God. Why do you want me to not have it? And the thing, the common thing is the timeline. God, why can't I have it now, right? <laughs> He may say, you're going to have it. Well, why can't I have it now? You're not content with the timeline. So if you know who you serve, that everything that God does is perfect, right? Be content in his time frame, right? It's God. He's not going to lead you wrong. He, he, where has ever God led you astray, led you wrong, sent you off a cliff? Never. God has never, you know, that's the enemy sending you off because, you know, sometimes your desires get so strong and they're not lined up to the will of God that they're now controlling you. So now you don't even know who's telling you uh, or directing you at this point because your desires is now controlling, right? Your, your movement. Okay. And the uh, last thing that I have is comparison, which kind of ties up into society pressures, but comparison, right? Comparison, um, people have issues being content because they compare too much, right? I think that's a big thing, right? Why people are not content because you're comparing, you're comparing your life uh, to other people, right? That only show their highlight reels on social media. They only show the highlight reels. No one shows every single thing, right? No one shows every single thing. Everyone is not a walking uh, reality show. And, you know, even sometimes those reality shows, they don't show everything. And a lot of those reality shows are scripted. So a lot of people are not going to be trans so transparent, you know, where you see everything, you see um, all the troubles that they're going through and you're, you're not going to see it. So then you're comparing yourself to a highlight reel, right? You're just seeing their highlight moments. And then now it's making your life look, you know, 
uh, like you're not measuring up to whatever you have in your head, you know, that God didn't even give you, you're measuring yourself up to other people. And now you're wrestling with being content, right? You see, you know, you may need a new car. So you see someone else have a car and you're like, oh my God, well, God, you ain't doing it for me. What you doing? <laughs> Why you ain't doing it for me? You doing it for them. We serve God together. Why you ain't doing it? That's not the case. Like I said, everything has purpose. Everything is not. And you know what kills me. Okay. I might be going off on a little tangent right here. Uh, what kills me and is when people talk about prophets and say, well, all they're doing is prophesying houses and cars. If you understand the ways of God, it's just not prophesying a house and a car. There are things attached to the house and to the car. There's a process that's attached to the house and to the car that will change your life. That when that car manifests, when that house or whatever manifests, you're walking a different path. You're walking on a godly path, right? And you're going to be like the house and the car was just a bonus, right? That's what kills me. I'm just like, it's not just the house and the car. There's things attached to it. There's a process attached to it. Yes, God has to dangle that because we feel like it's as simple to get that. But you're going to be, I promise you, you're going to be a totally different person when that car comes and when that house comes. So then when that car comes or that house comes, you're going to be like, God, that was just a bonus. I'm I'm a new creature. Whatever you all I had to do, I had to be disciplined. I had to, you know, I'll say this for this sake. Uh, I had to learn how to save money. I had to learn how to be responsible. I had to learn how to, you know, um, believe in myself enough where I apply for another job, right? So I can get the car, so I can get my credit straight. But something happened within that, within you working that job that you didn't even imagine happening that job. It grew you, it stretched you, but all you got the job for is to get a car. But God did, right, and to be a good steward. He taught you how to, look, look what you got out of this situation after the prophet prophesied a car to you. You learned how to be a good steward and you are strengthened in leadership. You know, I'm just giving an example. You're strengthened in leadership. You're, you're gaining, um, you got some connections, right? That that helped you in your purpose, that helped you define your purpose. And because you were there, then you got a car. You're going to be like, they prophesied a car, but I got so much more, right? That's what I like to define when people say that. It's not just the material. God sometimes, okay, so if somebody told you what, what all was going to happen to you in the process, you wouldn't listen. You wouldn't hear it, but you hear that car. You hear that house. You hear you getting a house. You hear you getting a car, right? So it's not a uh, a bad thing, and it's and and I don't want anyone to um, simplify or narrow it down, like make it small, dumb it down, right? There's things attached to it, and God knows what to say to to and through the prophet that is. Uh, conducive into what the what the person is or what they need, right? It may not make sense to you. You probably like mm, a car. There's something attached to it. <laughs> yes, the process would have made 
made me say no if they told me ahead of time exactly if you knew exactly what you had to go through to get that car you'd be like no i don't want to experience that i don't want that to happen in my life right and you know uh clyde on here got a a beauty i won't even tell his testimony but listen what happened with him is like just proving and backing up everything that i'm saying right it's a process in everything that god gives you okay i got off on the tangent talking about the prophecies and stuff but it's true you know so you know and i guess i could go into comparison you know you're comparing yourself where god is doing for one another but you don't know their process you don't know your their process would you really want to go through and fight the demons that they were fighting to get what they got no Oh, I can tell it. Okay, I'm going to tell a class story. <laughs> you wouldn't want to fight the demons, right? That um, you will want to. So Clyde gave me permission to tell his story, his, his, his testimony, right? So Clyde was wanting a car. Clyde needed a car, actually. He was driving this, this big truck his father gave him. And I mean, Clad could could drive the truck now. I and mean, you, you know, y'all don't know Clad. And my podcast is y'all don't know Clad, but Clad is little. <laughs> Clad was swinging that truck, right? So, um, you know, doing the best that he can with it. He needed a car. He wanted a car. He knew what he wanted. You know, he knew what God told him. And um, a prophetess, she prophesied over him and say and said, "You're gonna get a car. I smell it. It's brand new." I smell, I mean, new, new, <laughs> you're going to get the car. So then not too long after, you know, his father had been in the hospital, you know, um, and God, you know, rest his soul. He ended up passing, right? He ended up passing away. And so that was a tough, you know, time for Clad, right? You know, he losing his father, but God, you promised me a car, but I can't worry about nothing but just my father. And and why haven't you, you know, healed him? And I asked you to heal him, God. And I asked you to do these things, you know, um, for him. And everyone else's get uh, family member is getting healed. But what about mine? Right? You know, so these are things that were going through Clyde's mind. And then what happened, not days after, you know, his father ended up leaving him something where he could get his new car. That was prophesied. <laughs> right? Who could have imagined that that's how Clyde would get what was prophesied and what he had to go through, right? What stretching, what um, things lost and things he had to go through to get that car. You know, and it wasn't even now that he got it, he sees it, but it's not about the car. It's what i learned as i was processing through you know that grief you know now i can help someone else now you know i'm saying see it works together it's not as simple as just getting a house or getting a car just wanted to drop that tidbit in there and so we compare ourselves right to someone that you're just looking at the material and you don't know what they had to go through right See, class said he gained the maturity he gained through the process. He grew up, right? And where God is taking him, he had to be stretched, 
right? You got to go through some stuff. Hey, you want to do stuff for God? God going to have to squeeze you like an olive. That's where that oil comes out, right? That's where that oil comes out. And so we sitting here want what people want because you see the material, but you don't see the process because it ain't all about the material. They got to go through some stuff. Do you want to go through them demons that they going through? You better, you better be comfortable living and you're living in contentment where God has placed you. And I say it and I say it again, it's strategic where God places you. You are at exactly where God wants you to be. Promise you. It may not seem as it goes as fast or God's not moving fast enough. I'm praying, God, you ain't hearing me. I'm fasting. God, you ain't hearing me. God heard you the first time you prayed. You hear me? God heard you the first time that you opened up your mouth. Matter of fact, you didn't even have to open your mouth. He know what was in your heart before you even prayed it. Right? That's scripture. He knows what was in your heart before you even prayed it. God knows you inside and out. Right? The reason why, and I hear someone asking, well, why pray for? <laughs> the reason of praying is, you know, in hopes not to just request, but to get this communication with God that it helps your faith. It helps you to hold on to what he said. You know, it's up in your faith. You're communicating with him. Your 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 hearing is getting uh clearer where you can hear him, right? So you're gonna want to pray because you want to communicate with the Father, not just to get something. You want to communicate with him, right? So that's what prayer is for. Prayer is not just to get stuff. Prayer is to communicate with God. Like you should want to communicate with your father, communicate with your creator, communicate with the the one that has given you what you needed, right? Amen. Give you the blessings. You want you want to talk to him because you love him. <laughs> you know, and he wants to hear from you, but he already knows though, right? So it's more so good for us than it is for him, right? He always wants us close, but he wants us to acknowledge him all the time. Amen. <laughs> so, like I said, um, living in contentment, being content in a negative light as people may see it as being negative. Like some people will teach and say, well, uh, I don't want to be content. I don't want to be um, because they, they look at it like I don't want to be stuck in this place. They look at it as being stuck and no movement. Like you should be content. There should be some pressure to do better, which is true. Right. But that pressure shouldn't come from comparison, your own desires and society pressures. You know, that that pull, that push should come from God. So, you know, it's healthy when that push comes from God and God all by himself, not your friends, not your family, you know, not uh, people in church. And, you know, uh, from a uh, looking on social media, looking at people's stories, like I said, pe looking at people's highlight reels, this should come from a God place, your push, right? And God will always try to help you with purpose as long as you want to do, to do the will of God, as long as you have that desire, like, God, I want to serve you, right? And he will start to point you to your purpose and start connecting the dots after a while. See, a lot of times, 
we always want to look at the picture and want to make sense of it and connect the dots ourselves. Um, no, God plays chess. <laughs> Some of the moves he makes, we're not going to predict them. We, we're not going to know how he moves. But I guarantee you, as I sit here, that all of the puzzle pieces will come together. And be content knowing that God's plan is perfect. Right. Be content knowing that, God, you're the master. I trust you. Right. And you're going to lead me in the right way, in the right path. Right. He's not going to leave. He's not going to leave you astray. He's not going to leave you, you know, just out there high and dry, even though sometimes in some seasons it feel like that. It do. It feel like, God, you didn't, you didn't got me out here. I don't know what's coming next. I don't know what to do. But there's contentment in that because you know who's in control, right? You know who's in control. You know who's, you know, the author and the finisher. You know, right? So when you are confident in that, you become content. You know, you live there. You dwell. You reside there. You stay there. It's a good place to be because it's a place of being satisfied, so what I'm asking is not just chasing after uh, to be happy, but chase after like God, I want to be satisfied with you. I want to be satisfied in waiting on you. I want to be satisfied in you uh, unveiling these plans. I just, I'm I, like me, I stay in a place of literally anticipation. Like, God, I know this is going to turn out for my good. I know this is going to turn in my favor. Right. I stay in a, a, a state of contentment that way because I know he got it all figured out and it's going to work for me. Right. I was in your prayers to shine. All right. <laughs> Glory be to God. <laughs> so it's that, you know, you want to be in that state of being satisfied. And some people think that when you're in your state and you're satisfied that you don't want to progress longer. You don't want to progress and, and, and do nothing and be somewhere, which is not true because God is the, the God pressure, right? Not so, like I said, it's negative if it's society, your own own desires, not lined up with God and comparison. Comparison will push you out of the will of God. It will. Comparison will push you out of the will of God because you're aiming for something that it just it's not just it's not conducive to your purpose. It may not be bad, but it's not gonna work for you, right? Because some people are like, well, what's wrong? It's not bad. It's not going to work for you, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, um, you know, like I said, I, I listed the positives of just being content. You're living in a place of satisfaction. And a lot of people are chasing after things that they feel like will satisfy them. And then they'll come to realize it only brought happiness and it only lasted for a moment. Right? You know, I'll say it again. A lot of people uh, are out, are not really happy with living in a state of contentment because they're chasing after things because they feel like it'll make, it, make them happy. And then once they get to that place, they feel happy for a moment because remember I told you guys it's an emotion. But then now you're, now you're needing something else. It leaves you hungry. When you don't live in a state of contentment, it leaves you hungry. It's, you're, you're, you're not satisfied, right? Staying, living in contentment will satisfy you. So you won't go chasing after crazy stuff. You won't be go chasing after things because you're thirsty, 
right? <laughs> you won't be chasing after stuff that is out of the will of God. Chase, not living in a state of contentment will leave you thirsty and chasing after things that are not in the will of God. You're always you're going to be happy for a moment because, like I told you, it's it's just it's just a fleeting um, emotion. It's short term. So when that ends, I'm not happy anymore. Let me go now and find something that'll make me happy. And then now you start in this cycle of I'm trying to find happiness. You hear people say it all the time. I just want to be happy. But no one says I just want to be satisfied. Like, you know, I just want to be satisfied. Just not just waiting on God. Right. Nobody's not. A lot of people are not in that place. <laughs> and a lot of people hate being in this place of living in contentment because it's not on your terms. It's on God's terms. Right. All right. <laughs> so I want to read you guys a couple of scriptures. That was good because, you know, God talks about, uh, you know, the, the Bible talks about being in contentment. So I'm going to go first to Philippians, Philippians. Um, four and it's 11 through 12. So I'm going to read NIV. Um, I'm not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content wherever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Right? That's good. I'm reading again. So like I said, this is Philippians 4, 11 through 12. I'm not saying this because I am in need. For I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. So even with, you know, it's mentioned, I know it is to have plenty. And it says, I, uh, whether living in plenty or in want, whether well-fed. I want to emphasize that because even when you are well-fed, have plenty, you can be discontent people think that that people that have everything that they're content there are people that have everything that you may be desiring right now and they're not content right and i believe the missing piece is god when people are not content even in that it's because they don't have god right they don't they don't that there's no comfort in those things that they thought would comfort them. Like I said, that temporary, that happiness, chasing after happiness. Um, but there's contentment in God, no matter your circumstances, right? No matter if you have a lot. Like I said, I emphasize that with having a lot because people think when people have a lot, what, what do they have to worry about, right? What are what? Why can't they just be happy? Why can't they just be satisfied? Because... Jesus is missing, right? <laughs> so I'm going to go to an, another scripture. I got a couple scriptures here because this was good. Um, The next one is Hebrews 
13 and 5. It says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Right? How many times have you, um, like I said, living in a place where God, I don't have enough. Where are you? Right? This is saying that God is even in the places that you feel you're, you're empty. Like, God, I'm in such a need. Where are you? God is letting you know I'm here. I ain't left you. I ain't forsake you. You might be going through some stuff. You might, you know, want your, you know, things to be better financially, you know, better to be, you know, better relational. You know, you want your friendships or whatever to be better, but he's letting you know, I ain't left you. I won't forsake you. So what's missing? Being content, knowing that, right? Being content, knowing that God will never leave you and never forsake you. Just because he hasn't answered or or the, the prayer or whatever that hasn't manifested, you know, yet, right? Just know God is there. Be content knowing God is there. Living in contentment is knowing that God is present, right? So I got one, two more. Hold on, y'all. Y'all know I like to do this. Uh, First Timothy... <laughs> First Timothy six, uh, six through eight. Cause I want to encourage y'all, right? I want to encourage y'all to be in, to be content with God. So, uh, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we could take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. How many of you are content? With knowing that God is handling your needs. I got something with that too. That God was talking to me about like needs. I won't even go into it right now. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a, a live or something. But um, again, I'll read it. First Timothy 6, 6 through 8. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world and we could take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Are you content with what God had, where God has you at right now, right? Knowing that what you want, you can't leave up out of here with that, right? So it's like, really, how important is it? You know, when you think about it, you know, if you're just feeling like, God, I just, I, I'm not content and I need to have it. My, I, I mean, I got a whole attitude with everybody because God is not coming through on this, Right. So you can't take it with you. You didn't bring it with you. So you can't take it with you. So it's just something that is just, it's not valuable, right? It's not valuable when it comes to the grand scheme of things, right? When it comes to uh, being in God, right? <laughs> okay, so um, I got one more scripture. And then we're going to wrap it up in a little bit. So Proverbs uh, 19 and 23. I should have probably had these on the uh, scrolling thing, but I didn't have time to. Uh, Proverbs 19 to 23. Um, the fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content 
untouched. The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble. So there is rest and living in contentment. That's like the most peaceful place. You know, you can live in. You're you're untouched by trouble. Uh, things are not going to bother you because you know where God has you, right? Right? And the fear of the Lord leads to life. So when you fear God, when you know who, you know, y'all know I always say, who runs this mamma jamma? Who is, has full control? That that you, you be content knowing that can't nothing touch you. Even though, God, you may not be delivering or giving me what i've been praying for you know i've been fasting for right i'm still in a safe place and i'm content with that while i'm waiting on what what you said you were going to do and the thing about it i love it is that when god does deliver on what he's told you he's going to do nobody ever says you know well god about time you should have did it sooner you should have did it no it's it's so perfect it's so perfect. So why rob joy? Why rob, you know, your place of peace? Trying to control something that is beyond your control, right? Be content where you're at, you know? And like I said, that doesn't mean you don't have any ambitions or you don't have any, you know, um, not want to do purpose or anything, but you know, it's all in God's timing, right? You know, God gives you instructions. You know how I say plenty of times on here, you know, I ask God for daily bread. And he knows that's enough to sustain you for the day. Because sometimes, like I, I, I and I say this all the time, I probably put this on the shirt or something. You know, God gave you a whole loaf of bread. You're going to choke. He knows what we what we need. Right? To to Because I, I believe if we were to know the whole plan, like class said, you know, about the process. If you would tell me the whole process, a lot of us would not go through it. So then he would drop these little breadcrumbs, right? For us to follow, for us to eat up, to give us strength to go. <laughs> yes, be content where you are, Deshaun. That's it. And I want to encourage you, Deshaun. You know, I tell you this all the time to keep going. You're just now getting your feet wet. I feel like you're, you, you're not understanding your niche, but I think you you found it, right? And it's just about you getting comfortable and, and well, God, this is out of my comfort zone. Like, how is this going to work? And what this got to do with what, you know, the kingdom and, and it does. Like, your, your voice is just something that everyone needs to hear. Whether you're critiquing food, you know, it's something about your voice that's soothing, that is, is helpful and lifts people's spirit. It's it's healing in your voice, right? There's healing in your voice, you know, and you are perfectly fine the way you are. You know, there's nothing wrong with your voice, how you talk, you know, and just, you know, what, what you, it, you're, you're perfect the way that you are. So, you know, I wanted you to take encourage, encouragement with that and don't let nobody change you. And don't be confused about what to do next. Do you know to do what's what's natural and it is the it is the way God wants you to go. You know, your natural movements. You know, do do you know, 
it's not gonna all make sense to come together all at once but as long as you keep on obeying the instructions that he gives you he's gonna start like unfolding things right because he does that with me all the time i'm like god i don't need to know it all just what do you want me to do today <laughs> what do you want me to do today like you know my you know this, this podcast right god commissioned me to do it i'm doing it um i'm not discouraged about how many people get on here i'm really not because a lot of things that come out of my mouth comes out out of some of the top people that i respect they say the same thing so it's not that it hasn't come from god just because i you know people aren't present that has nothing to do with anything god is training me right God will reveal as you continue to move in faith. Yep, move in faith. That's right, Clad. This one day at a time. Yes, one day at a time. I'm telling you, if you if y'all will take this piece right here and say, well, God, I just want the daily bread. Just give me, give me my bread for the day. Give me my portion for the day. I'm good. Give me my portion. And you'll find out that as He gives you your portion, you're full. You're satisfied. You're living in contentment. You're content with that piece of bread he give you because it's, surprisingly, it's enough. And it, and you're full. Oh, praise God. I appreciate it because you're spot on. Definitely needed to hear that. Oh, praise God. See, I see, you knew it was for somebody. I knew this because look, my back. Last time my back was hurting. It was for somebody. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I was going to cancel again today. I was going to reschedule again today. I'm just like, I got a lot to say. Let me say what I got to say. Somebody needs to hear this, to live in contentment and be okay with you, right? Um, That's one thing that I loved the season that God had me in is just being content, being me, like being Relinda, you know, being, you know, just with my hair um you know the natural journey i I didn't cut my hair off three times but this time was something special because i always try to if i didn't know what to do with my hair i'm like that's it i'm just gonna get a perm i'm just always try to braid it or do something but i came to the i'm like god you made me with this hair let me embrace it let my hair teach me right let my hair teach me it's, let me roll with what my hair is doing. My hair curling this way, that way. Let me learn what my hair is doing instead of me trying to manipulate my hair into something that is not not supposed to do. Right? I'm just enhancing it. Let me let me um, embrace what God has given me, and people will see that when you embrace what you have. I mean, down from your, your crown of your head to the sole of your feet, everything about you. People will see that light and gravitate towards you. They'll be like, you know, it's just like all of a sudden you'll start glowing and you start shining because people, that confidence will start exuding out of you. And people will see that, you know, of course, the light of Jesus, that is the light, you know, you're confident in Christ. (laughs) But people will start attracting, attracting themselves to you like a magnet. Because you have embraced yourself. You have embraced what God has been showing you all along. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, comparison and like I said, society pressures and your own desires has just got you out 
of that scope and have you looking at yourself and, and trying to uh, change yourself into something God will tell you to. You're fine. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Right? Live in contentment with how God has even made you. Right? I mean, like I said, from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, even how your toes look, it's fine. <laughs> your toes, your, your, your hands, your, you know, um, everything is perfect and it serves its purpose. Right? I, be, I love that, like, how God, like, shows me me and no matter what anyone says or tries to do, I know me and I'm going to defend me at all costs, right? Mm -mm, that ain't me. I'm not doing that. God ain't told me to do that. God ain't, nah, I'm fine the way that I am. And you'll find your tribe, right? You'll find those that will um, enhance that, embrace that with you and, and, and help you, you know, just they love that about you. That's why they're around you, right? But if you try to be something else and somebody else is like, who are they really celebrating? Like, who are they really around? Then you got to keep up and act and then you're going to tire yourself out. <laughs> Trying to pretend to be something that you're not. And that's going to cause you to be unhappy because you can't live in a state of content. You can't be comfortable living and being who you are. You know, and uh, we would go so much further in the body of Christ if we just learned to to live in that contentment and be how God has made us. But we don't have the time to figure that out because we keep comparing comparing ourselves to other people. Right. <laughs> we don't want to figure it out. It's easy to copy somebody else. It's easy to do what somebody else is doing. It's easy to. OK, well, they got a blueprint that has to work. When being yourself is perfectly fine and it's probably gonna gonna turn the world upside down if you be yourself. It's gonna save so many people. It's gonna bring so many people to Christ being yourself. Right? <laughs> so I hope I'm encouraging y'all to live in that living being content, you know, and how God made you. Uh, where he's at, where, where he's put you at right now in this season, just take it as God. I'm in a classroom, right? I'm learning. I'm a, I want to be available to learn, right? You, it, It's all about perspective, you know? So be content in where God has you. Everything's not a race. Um, there's no rush for anything. You be and, and your development is, is on time release. Right? And you want to do the time of God. It's gonna it's it's so perfect when you go along the timing of God. All right. <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. I pray that this blessed you. Share it with anyone that needs to hear this. If you feel like someone is just not being content in their life. They're having a hard time being themselves, right? Hard time waiting on God. You know, share this with somebody. Let them know, hey, hop on here and learn how to live content. You know, I'm going to upload this probably tomorrow, the audio. I would do it tonight. I might, I don't know. But uh, this will be available to listen by tomorrow, uh, by tomorrow afternoon. I'll do it in the morning um, on a, Pot, uh, 
podcast platform. Um, this also goes live on YouTube. If you guys did not know, I know some people don't like to get on Facebook or whatever, but I do have a YouTube channel. It's the Songs of My Psalms of My Emotions podcast. So to my listeners, my podcast listeners, if you want to go on YouTube and see me live, go on, <laughs> search the Songs of My Emotions podcast. The elephant should be uh, the profile picture. And before I go, because this is what I got to do, you know, God, I have to give the uh, plan of salvation because I never know who listens to this. Um, but this is a promise, you know, like I said, if you're ministering for God, doing anything for God and you're not offering Christ, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> so, um, go, to, you know, if you go to Romans 10 and nine, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved so again romans 10 and 9 and you read this anyone that's listening anyone that's watching the replay anyone that's on here now if you read this this is a heart thing right you know it doesn't just take place in church if you are just sitting by yourself in a living room in a bathroom kitchen you know getting ready to eat and you you want christ you want to know more about this christ that i always proclaim that gives me what i what to give you guys you know you just say that you just say that and, and confess with your mouth and believe it in your heart you know you cannot be saved even when you say stuff with your mouth and you don't mean it with your heart right so you say it with your heart you know believe it to be so because it's by faith without faith it's impossible to please god so you have to do this by faith and once you confess that jesus is lord he's he's lord over your life you believe he died for your sins then find a church. Find a church because it doesn't end there. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Baptized, right? You need all of those things. You need continual teaching, learning. You need you need to know that knowledge of what of who you gave your heart to, right? Who saved you? You know, and, and you won't regret it. Listen, he'll put you on a journey that will change your life and land you into purpose. So I thank you guys for tuning in. And like I said, share this. I should be on next Monday, but I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.